Welcome to the School of Travel's podcast. I'm your host, Becky Gillespie, and each week I bring you stories of how travel can truly change your life if you take the chance to get out on the road and step out of your comfort zone. My guests also share travel tips and lessons they've learned along the way, which I hope inspires you to let travel be your teacher. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the School of Travel's podcast. I want to start today with a question. How many of you started working remotely for the first time during the pandemic? Now, let me ask another question. How many of you are still being given the option to work from home even now? I would be very surprised if no one listening raised their virtual hands when I asked that question. We have definitely entered into a new era of remote work since the pandemic forced us all into various stages of lockdown. And this caused so many companies around the world to reconsider the way their employees are going to show up, and I'm putting this in quotes, for work. Many companies have realized that employees are much more productive when they work remotely, and it is much cheaper when office space is no longer required for every employee. My guest today, Carlos Gonçalves, has been in the office, business center, and co-working industry in Lisbon, Portugal for 17 years, and he is the CEO and founder of Avila Spaces, the most award-winning business space in Portugal. Over these 17 years, more than a 1,000 companies have chosen to work from Avila and allow their employees to work in this shared business space in both free desk and fixed desk plans. Carlos is an expert at adapting to the rapidly changing needs of his clients, and by the easing of the pandemic restrictions in Portugal, he has found his space so busy that he is actually expanding to a second location for the very first time. Carlos and I talk about the future of work and the explosive growth of remote work and how it will continue to change the industry going forward. There now seems to be a new normal for how to work online, and Carlos gives us a great example with Avila Spaces of how to make new spaces comfortable and refreshing for people to work in. We may no longer go to the same physical space to work as our coworkers, but that doesn't mean that we can't find great spaces to get our work done away from home. Join me for this interesting case study on the future of work with Carlos. Welcome to episode 64 of the School of Travels podcast. Today, I am honored to be with the founder of what I believe is the best co-working space in Portugal. Carlos, can you introduce yourself for us and say your last name because I'm going to butcher that pronunciation. It's a pleasure being here and having you here, Becky. Uh, my name is Carlos Gonçalves. Oh, that's beautiful. Can you say that one more time? Carlos Gonçalves. Oh, guys, isn't Portuguese one of the most beautiful languages you've ever heard? I am working on learning it, but I'm not where you are yet. So, Carlos, I have to tell you, like, I am so inspired by your co-working space and how long it's been going, because I think you, before we even knew the word co-working, you were here. Yeah, uh, as, as I told you, I'm very honored to have you here, and uh, you represent, you, you add value to, to our community, so thank you very much for choosing us and for being with us all this all this time, Becky, and uh, I can tell you that we've been in the in this mar- in the market for 17 years. So we started in 2004 as an office center. A and traditional... it, this is a villa, a villa spaces. Yes, yes. Avila spaces. Avila yeah, spaces. Yeah. In Lisbon, at, at that time, it was it's interesting because 
the, the original name of Avila spices was Spasuavila. And Spasuavila, we, we, we chose the, this name uh, in 2004, in the beginning of the company. And uh, we changed the, the, the name uh, all over, all over the, the, these years. So we, we started at Spasso Avila, which is Avila Spices. But we changed to Avila Business Center. Uh, and we also changed uh, to uh, um, Avila Place of Business. And then um, in uh, 2015, um, the, the trend was not the business center, but uh, workplace, workspace. So the, 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 the co-working operators and the business center operators started to use the word place and space. And we, we said, okay, let's take the um, business center word that became old fashioned and let's call it Avila Spices. And then we realized that, oh, but this is the original name, huh? that which is, is Spasuavila. <laughs> It's the original name, Avila Spices. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's full it, circle. It's yes, it's a, it's a, what a coincidence. It's a, yeah, it's a very funny story. It was meant to be. It was meant to be a space for people to come together and collaborate and find their really comfortable place to work. Absolutely, yeah. It's our main goal. Yeah. Wow, how did you get started way back in 2004? What inspired you to start yeah. this business center? Uh, I was at the time a consultant and a, a hospital manager. And um, yeah, I decided to um, to create my own company and this business. And at the time, the, the workspaces were very traditional, very white. Um, and um, we decided to um, build something new, a new concept where we could uh, welcome the, the clients, the members, as people, as we receive people in, in our in our homes. So we decided to um, build um, a cozy uh, environment, and um, yeah, that, that's why we called at that time Spasuavila. So more than a business center, a place to be, a place to work. Yeah, I really felt that. So first of all, shout out to my friend Kata, who first found this space yes. back in back last winter. She was really cold in her apartment in Lisbon, and she said, I need to find a warm, cozy space. And she found your place on Google Maps. Yes. And then she it's came right. in and she started bringing all of our friends. And eventually I got yeah, here. It was during the coffin months. During the second confinement, I guess. Yeah, the, at the beginning of this year. This, yeah, I think it started yeah. like January twenty fourth or so. The the confinement was like yes, it ended up being three months, and so you yeah. can imagine people were all working from home, but they it's it's quite cold in many of these old buildings in Lisbon in the winter. Yeah, unfortunately, we we have coffee, we have <laughs> we have beer, we have something to drink at, at the time. The restaurants were closed, the, the cafes were closed. So we, we were a, a space to work, a space to relax, a space to have um, a dinner or a, a lunch. So it was our home at it's the time. so great. Yeah. I, I loved, I came in and some things I've noticed you do differently here that I haven't seen anywhere else is like, I don't, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You have the placemats that you grab when you enter. Did that start during the pandemic as like a clean paper yes. you can put on your desk? It's a very interesting story because um, we 
closed um, the co-working space, uh, not, not the fixed desks, but the business lounge, all the common areas and uh, the meeting rooms and the reception um, in um, March uh, of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we decided to close, we were not um, obliged to do that. But um, yeah, at that time, um, nobody knew what's, what's, what's going on. Uh, and uh, to be prudent, to be responsible, we, we decided to, to close. And we also uh, decided to see uh, what our co-working spaces were doing at that time. So we saw very interesting uh, experiences in um, China and Japan. So the first countries that um, started to have COVID in uh, Australia, etc. And um, after the United States. So we uh, implemented the best practices uh, related with um, COVID, um, um, with COVID s- s- measures, um, b- 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 the yeah, measures, restrictions, and um, with uh, yeah, we decided to implement all the measures uh, re- regarding COVID prevention. That's yes. the words. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we. We bought acrylics to separate the, the workspaces. Um, we uh, reinforced the, 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 the hygiene um, measures mm-hmm. in, the, in the kitchen, um, in, the, in the restrooms. Um, and um, yeah, we put signals everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for us, it was very important to gain the confidence from our members. So. Um, when we started to promote all the all these measures, uh, we started to have uh, feedback from uh, from the members that uh, asked, "Hey, are you opening? Oh, what? It's very interesting. You have uh, all these measures, so we feel safe to to go and to work from there. Because, as you know, um, there are people that don't have conditions to work from home. Um, there are people that that can't." work from home, they don't, they, they can't focus at home. And, um, yeah, and, um, it was, uh, it was, um, something, it was an investment that for us made sense at the time because people started to, to return to, to the co-working space, not only co-working space, but also the, the, the private offices. Amazing. So, I mean, I we're not really thinking about, I mean, profit was on people's minds and how much they were losing during the pandemic, but like to be able to retain your customers and your clients during that really difficult period was so yeah, important. Yeah, because we have to do something, um, Becky, instead of crying and say, hey, what's going on? We can't open. People are scared. We have to do something. We are entrepreneurs, uh, and uh, we, yeah, uh, we uh, realized that the, the world was changing. We have to do something, and um, the first thing we, we did was really uh, implement these, these measures that, uh, okay, now the pandemic is under control, uh, so-so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we maintain these, these measures, and um, it's, it's a selling point. For, for us uh, to have these measures and um, to to promote all the um, 
all the all these profession profession measures in in our space. Yeah, I love how you have this placemat, but you made it a useful thing as well. It's like, oh, I have to put this placemat on my desk, but in the bottom right corner is like a notes yes. a notes section with a bunch of lines on every placemat. So and I you can know like that, write. You know that it was a suggestion from a member. I did not know that. Yes, oh, we wonderful. we did um, a simple mats where we put the um, the, the logo. The project um, was called uh, WorkSafe. With a with a heart and with um, some signatures, and the member said, "Hey, you can. I, I'm using this to write notes." Oh. And it, it it told me, "Hey, you can put here next time you order these mats. Please ask the, your provider to um, put here um, some lines and to uh, put some." Place to to yeah, to, to, to like cut. perforated, yeah. It's yes. like you can actually easily rip this one section of yes. the mat off and take it home, like put it on your refrigerator, whatever. Absolutely, inspiring so more ideas became a useful things. Um, yeah, regarding the, the work we do uh, every day. Yeah, and it's why nice. can't we use this pandemic in a way to think of how it can be useful to our lives as well? It's a nice metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. to okay, let's retain the good things. Um, we get from this situation. And I yeah. love, I love, love, love the, the phrase, the tagline that you came up with. I guess it was also during the pandemic. Can you tell us what I'm talking about that you had on every shirt? Yeah, you will, you will never work, work alone. I you, love that. You'll you will never, never work alone. alone. You know that it was inspired by um, a quote uh, of a football, um, of an uh, English football team, Arsenal. They you never walk yeah. alone? Is it you, you will never walk it's alone. Because that's the first yes. thing I thought of. You will never walk, walk alone. So they inspired us and we changed the, the word. I'm glad walk. it's from the same thing I thought of because I thought, yes. oh, does he know that song? So, it song? It's, not <laughs> <laughs> so it's not 100% original. We, we are always getting inspiration from other places, from other, other people. So I think in life, we are always being inspired. Yeah, and I what I love is your ability to pivot. Like you've been in business here since two thousand four, and you are. Con we're going to talk in a moment about something new you're doing, but you're always like changing and adapting to the times. And these times, they are changing very quickly these days. So if you can't keep up and you can't keep changing your business, as you said, entrepreneurs and thinking this way, it's going to be very challenging. Yeah, as you know, Becky. Um... The world is always changing, but this pandemic um, boosts the, um, the change of the companies in the um, human habits, um, yeah, whatever. And uh, as a company, um, we we have to adapt our, ourselves, and we have to we have to reinvent ourselves and um, try to meet the expectations of, of the companies of our members. Um, yeah, it's something that we also uh, learned and put in place uh, back in the beginning of 2012. Um, big companies started to shrink their um, workspaces. So some of um, big companies in the United States, mainly in the United States in, in England, they, redu they reduced 50% uh, Seventy percent of their workspace because they were not using this, so the real cost, the real set cost, decreased. 
um, in, in general mm -hmm. in, um, in countries like uh, United States in, in, in the England. So uh, we realized that in Portugal it would happen. Um, it's, it happens very slowly. Um, our market is, is different. It's the um, smallest um, market. And the decisions, as I told you, are, are taken very slowly. And um, we decided to um, promote a new product, which we called uh, Flex Office. So um, we, uh, we contacted companies, we promote this Flex Office uh, within the market in order to, um, to tell companies that they could um, contract co-working co -working space for their employees. They could, they could look uh, to co-working as a third space for their employees. Because before the pandemic, co-working spaces were used um, exclusively or almost exclusively by entrepreneurs and individuals. And now we see, multi, we see multi, multinationals uh, um, adopting co-working space uh, as they uh, realize that it makes sense for the employees, it makes sense in terms of costs as well. Mm -hmm. You have an example of Royal Caribbean, the cruises company, and they decided to sell their their space here in Lisbon, um, and they moved from uh, 200 square meters to 20 square meters, and okay. uh, part of their employees they work from home most of the time. Part of the time they work from a co-working space and they also could work um, in, in their office. It's a small office, they don't have space for everywhere, for every people, sorry. Mm -hmm. But they can combine all these spaces and um, yeah, and companies realize that it's more effective, they save costs and it contributes to the work-life balance of their employees. And do, does Royal Caribbean pay for their employees to have a membership here, for example? Yeah, it's included. Okay. It's included. So we decided to um, create a plan that includes the, the, the private office, uh, a number of desks in the co-working space that could be used by several employees and hours of meeting rooms if they want to... Um, to organize a, a working session with all the employees. We also um, invested in video conference system. We made a partnership with Logitech. So we branded one, one meeting room that we call Logitech Room Experience. And uh, they are also our, our members now. So it's a win-win situation where we promote their products. So our members can um, experience their, their products and um, for us everybody now use a video conference system and um, and also Logitech they they use the space so that's fantastic yeah. yeah and it's a great model if somebody's wanting to help provide like a cozy environment in other countries that are listening to this now like you've really I think in many ways you're a pioneer because you have so many years of experience and how things are changing and you're approaching these companies actively and aggressively to get new connections. Yeah, and now the video conference system here at Tavilo Spaces is free. Wow. So you can um, bring your laptop to this meeting room where we are now 
and instead of um, doing a, a video conference by Zoom in your laptop directly using the camera of your laptop I and mean, the, the microphone and the speaker of, of your laptop, you simply plug a USB-C uh, cable and um, automatically um, the system recognizes the comments of your uh, laptop and you can experience a professional video conference system. So this is something that we realized that it was important for our members. Yeah. And um, like I said, with like you know, curating a really nice experience for people, you're pivoting, you're you're listening to feedback, you're and you're taking action on it. A lot of co-working spaces I've been to, they are just not moving that fast. They go in and you're like, I wish they had free coffee or any coffee, but they never get that feedback or they don't take any action on it. So to make these. Really high-level yeah, spaces. You know, Becky, I, I'm a member of my company because I work in the co-working space, so I experience all these needs. You're every day. You're every day <laughs> if with, I want to use, uh, yes, in, I, I use the phone boots, for example. So we are, I realized that the phone boots was not, were not so comfortable, and we decided to reinforce the air conditioning system and um, the air circulation of the, the phone boots. And we did it this during the, the, the pandemic, during the confinement, and something that I experienced every day. And I just experienced that today. I had a call for an hour and I saw the fan button. I had never used it because sometimes it's in use when I'm here. And I'm like, wow, this is much cooler than some of these other booths I've been in in other spaces. So these little things make yeah. a big difference. And it's not a big investment, Becky. Uh, if we put, uh, like put a fan, yes. Yeah, it's not a big, big investment, so yeah. But it can make a huge difference to people wanting to come back and like telling their friends and all the feedback of growing the space. Yeah, we spend most of our time working, so we have to be comfortable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I have to say, people listening, Avila Spaces, this is in the neighborhood of Saldana in Lisbon, which is kind of up the hill from the main tourist area where many people come for the first time in Lisbon. Um, but it's quite flat up here on the top and a lot of other businesses are around, which is, I think, makes a good environment as well. And when you come into Avila Spaces, not only do you have free coffee with a really nice machine. And beer as well. You said beer. I'm drinking a beer now. You have cake every day. You can get a piece of cake and like mints and fruit. There's always fruit water not just water but like cucumber infused water or so like it's you've really water. thought of sparkling water you've really thought of so many things to make it comfortable yeah and thank i think you. it's easy it's easy to replicate this if someone's listening please make more of these spaces <laughs> <laughs> yes and it's something that we thank you very much becky for recognizing all these um, good things we we think we do it here we are now preparing our happy hour, so it's Friday, and I, I see <laughs> my colleague preparing the happy hour, so we have a fantastic partners. Um, we have a Portuguese brand called um, Bacana Sangria, so it's a sangria brand, uh, sparkling. They are also members here, and um, these small things that, in my opinion, makes a difference, and uh, I can enjoy it. <laughs> as well so life it's not just about work it's just about all these simple details that uh, for me it's very important and also for for my team yes yeah. let's talk about the team for a moment because i've noticed also when you come in here you are here every day that i come here mm -hmm. and you are you work with a team of people what makes a great team what makes a great team leader 
to make the space gel even more. Because you can tell when people are enjoying what they're doing or just like going, you know, through the motions, we say. Yeah, it's the most the difficult part as a, as a manager, as you know, um, managing people, dealing with people. Uh, people are complicated. We are very complex. We are different from each other. But first of all, um, people that work here at Avila must um, meet some uh, soft skills requirements. So um, they have to love what they do. They have to be 100% focused uh, on the client. And um, they, they have to uh, like uh, helping not only the mates, but also, also the members. Um, and um, yeah, we have to use the common sense uh, and um, yeah, communicate with people, see what, what are their needs. Uh, and um, we have to do, as managers, we have to do everything to make people happier. And uh, yeah, it's all about relationships and it's about um, see what are the needs and to share knowledge with uh, with mates not to have the hold the knowledge uh to, to ourselves and recognize the, the work yeah like i see you uh, waving give, to give, people giving giving yeah giving feedback um and um yeah good feedback or bad feedback from the work always with respect and uh, it's it's essential in, in, in a business like this in a co-working space in the business center it's very very important to be uh, to have the people aligned with um, with, with the company's values um, because if if people are not aligned uh, nobody works yeah. right and like you said they hold that knowledge in or even their feelings and then you find out later they're not happy and you're trying to make them happier. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I really yeah. notice when you walk around, like you, you're always waving you're always saying hello to like each and every member. If you, if you have time during the day and that's like something I don't see anywhere else in co-working spaces, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I don't see this business as a real estate business. Of course, for me, uh, the income is essential. To, to maintain the business, to grow as a company, but uh, the main, our my main goal is to, is the relationship with with the members and uh, with uh, with my mates, with my employees. I think it's the most important. Um, and uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think that's one reason it's, that Avila Spaces has been so successful. To be honest. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we are a small co-working space. If we were, uh, we work or a rigid, big. Well, let's <laughs> talk about spaces. that. Let's talk about that for a minute because I teased uh, this be, earlier. <laughs> it would be more difficult to maintain this relationship, uh, or I have to have uh, several Carlos. Yeah, let's talk about this because, like, I teased this earlier. I'm like, we're going to talk in a little while about this. You are opening a second space. Yes. 
when is this happening? How did this happen? We are very excited about this. Uh, this is um, a second co-working space here at Atrium Saldanha, which is uh, one of the most uh, popular uh, shopping centers in, uh, in Lisbon. One, one, minute, one minute walking from here in Saldanha Square. Which is fantastic. It's so close. It's like so close. So it's good because it facilitates our logistics and uh, it has a fantastic energy. We will have more space. We will have more natural light. Our members, ourselves, will be surrounded by other businesses, uh, coffee shops, a gym, a laundry, and um, restaurants, also parking. And uh, we will have an auditorium, so you can make a special presentation of your podcast, for example, there, and invite all the people that you interviewed for a special Sangria-infused <laughs> gathering. Yes, <laughs> it's mandatory, of course. Of course, sangria, beer, coffee. And um, yeah, we are very excited about it. It's a pioneer project in, in Portugal. The first time I saw a co-working space in a, in a, in a gallery, commercial gallery, was in, um, back in 2012, uh, 2011, in, uh, in Florida. United States, okay. and uh, at that time, at the time, I wrote a book uh, called "Out of the Office," where uh, when I gave my vision about the future of workspace, and I write on um, this case study of this shopping center that decided to um, have a co-working space uh, in in the, in the building. And it's funny because, yeah, this trend became more and more um, uh, seen um, in Europe now. And, uh, yeah, it's the first experience in Portugal. Uh, it's a pilot project, so we will, we will learn from this experience. And, uh, yeah, we'll try to develop this idea. And uh, it's a new challenge and. Uh, even for um, even uh, it's 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 nice because after one hundred and a half almost two years of this pandemic, uh, this new challenge uh, is uh, it's very important to to our company. Yeah, and yeah. just to get that feeling of freshness for everybody, you with the project and the the you know members. They have it. So the people that are here now, the members here, are they going to have access? Yeah, they will access, access to. Yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. two separate spaces, or you need to add on a yeah. an additional yeah. cost. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So the members here at the Avenida República uh, will have access to Avila uh, Spaces out there in Saldanha. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And I remember you telling me like there was a Hugo Boss, or like there were some very high end clothing stores that used to be where a villa is going to be now <laughs> because of the pandemic i think like this you know the effects of well, everything being closed yes the shopping centers um they they, they have to reinvent themselves as um, many businesses are are doing now uh, we have to reinvent our, ourselves and shopping centers as you know they they, they had to close uh during the um, Several several periods during the, the pandemic. Now I think it's a, also a good strategy to generate traffic in the in the shopping center, and we will try to uh, promote the networking and the synergies uh, 
within the, the stores and the other companies that were that um, that work in the in the, in the atrium building. So, yeah, we consider ourselves not only a co-working space but also a networking center. Oh. We have an app called Avila Connect that you know. Yes. So it's, This uh, is another it's like unique a, thing I, I've noticed here. Yeah. Um, We, we, we got this inspiration by um, we work so they have a networking app so we decided to based on the we work app we decided to do something different and more adapt to our culture and to our, our nice. size yeah yeah like I okay so just so listeners know when you walk in to the lounge area where I usually work from um, there's a big touch screen panel and you can find all these other members who have agreed to sign up for it and you see what they do for, for a living like how you can maybe share services and you can filter by details. activity you can by industry You can also now you can um, you can filter by by country. I don't know if you if you realize now you have you have the you have the, the, the world there. where it's a new feature that we put so we can see how many members we have uh, in Portugal, in Spain, United States, in Canada. So when a member comes, uh, we have a guy from Argentina that when he came, so oh, let's see if there's any anybody from Argentina. So it's an opportunity to know uh, new people and also to good, do business because we have members that through the app, uh, they found um, new partners and at least a person that uh, he could uh, share some ideas with. Yeah, like I remember I came coffee. here, we had the guy who was doing tax services and I could email him and that was something I needed to find out about when I arrived. Yes, absolutely. It's other feature we have in the app, which is the marketplace. So we, we have uh, specific partners in law, services, accounting, travel agency. We have the gym as well with good conditions for our members. At least, uh, by the way, we, we offer a six-month uh, gym uh, membership for the members of uh, Avila, Avila Spices. So if they subscribe with us, we offer um, the first six months. Uh, so it's, it's for free. And then, wow. <laughs> I have to ask how fancy is that gym, Carlos? Because I like a fancy gym myself. <laughs> Doesn't have a jacuzzi. <laughs> Does it have, it's a, a boutique. It's a boutique okay. gym like, uh, like Avila. It's uh, the same, the same mood, the same kind of environment. And uh, yeah. But that is fantastic. I mean, you made that partnership. And again, like with this new space, like you said, I imagine you're going to have all of these partnerships within a year of the vendors at the mall and discounts, I'm sure. Yes. So the idea is to promote their businesses as well within our community and to get discounts to, to our members. So. All right. Yeah. Well, when does the second space open? Well, we don't have a date. Uh, yet, but probably in four weeks, three, four weeks, we will uh, soft opening. Oh, wow. Space. That's very soon. Okay. Yeah. Exciting. If you're listening, Lester, get over to Lisbon now and get ready in Atrium Saldana. <laughs> uh, and I also wanted to ask you how, because we haven't touched base about this in a while, how is the program to bring people in from other cities and other countries for a one-month program in Portugal? How has that been developing? Yes, it was another idea that we were we, we thought to put in place, but unfortunately, because the, um, 
their flights and the airports um, at some time they decided to close and then open so it's there are lots of uncertainty now but uh, we ha- we want to put this in place so it's a project called Portugal remote experience and uh, the idea is to offer a turnkey solutions for um, remote workers that want to spend a, a year um, sorry a month in in Portugal in two different places so we include a, a hotel or uh, yeah boutique hotel small hotel a workspace that will be avila spaces and um, other experiences so such as uh, such as a what visit, um, a visit to Sintra for example a yoga uh, experience surfing experience uh, a tour and um, yeah the idea is to um, to, to offer uh, remote workers um, and a good experience in Portugal, not only related with work uh, and also the, um, the access to uh, ecosystem of companies that we have here at Avila and partners, but also uh, in terms of lifestyle. Yes. So, as you know, um, yeah, people decide to, to come and to spend a period of time in, in, in Portugal, not only f- for working reasons, but also to, to, to know the country and to, to enjoy the country. I hear a lot of people come here for golf. A lot of people come for the wine. Like there's many lifestyle things here in Portugal. Absolutely. It's very a variety of places, environments, uh, experiences. In a small country, which in is good. Easy yes. to get those people from point A to point B and back You again. are right. Yeah. You are right. It's a, it's a, I, I am excited to see maybe next year the future of that. In that program because like you said it's a little too uncertain right now with flights yeah as soon as the pandemic is controlled uh, we will put this in place I'm sure now I want to go back to something you had mentioned you wrote a book you said in 2012 about the future of work yes and I wonder now what, what nine years later what do you think the future of work is now do you have my book have I, you read? I, is your is your book written in Portuguese it's written in Portuguese and we have an English version oh the then I, I need this book I, I will it's a it's a book we decided to um, offer uh, when the pandemic pandemic came we put this online uh, it was in it's it's also in in Amazon but we decided to give it for free because companies and people um, even now they don't they are not aware about the advantages of a virtual office over a co-working space and to we we promote this book uh, in social media and we put this online in our in our website so which we will in, put a link to we will put a link to that on, on yeah, our yeah, website yeah 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 thank you and uh, at the time, I wrote a book about my vision of the, the future of workspace, which was a combination of uh, virtual office, uh, co-working, and um, and remote work. So, and of course, there's always companies that need a physical office, but they can combine with these new working models. And it's interesting because when I read this book, when I review, reviewed this this uh, this book, um, almost ten years later, uh, the situation is the, um, the same. Something that we identified at that time, and at that time there were a lot of 
companies and people that adopted the, 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 these new working models. And um, it's, it's very actual. When I, see, when I wrote about the examples of Google and uh, when I wrote about this, uh, this case study of these um, Sandine Spaces, which is um, the, the shopping center in, uh, in Florida, they decided to invite a co-working space to, to have the space in the, in the building. This is something that is, is happening now. Uh, and um, yeah, it was, for me, it was a, um, a very good experience because uh, obliged me to, uh, to explore, to read, and to, um, to know more about our industry. Uh, in other countries and to contact with other people, with other co-working spaces. And um, yeah, it was a very good experience. Nice. Do you think we're going to keep like more and more people are going to keep working remotely now that this pandemic made so many people do it? Do you think after it boosts, yeah. it, we're going to really see a surge in the number of people coming to these co-working yeah. spaces? Yeah, you are you are a remote worker, Becky, and uh, as you as you know, um, there were remote workers after, before the pandemic, but now we, we see more and more people adop adopting this new way of living uh, and, uh, and working. So um, I think um, people realize and companies realize that the remote work works. Um, they have advantages as well. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think this trend is growing, and um, as you know, it has many advantages in terms of social um, re social relationships, in terms of um, protecting the the environment as well, mm -hmm. and. Um, yeah, this, this trend is growing. One thing I, I do wonder about in a co-working space, because I used to work in taxes. I don't know if you know this, Carlos, but we were very protective of our data. We had to ha put a lot of measures in place to make sure that our data did not get outside that building. So how would you, do you have any measures here to like protect data or any kind of sensitivity to like, if one person's laptop has something sensitive on it, or they think it's sensitive, and then they're looking at a laptop next to them from a different company. This is one thing, just in general, I would think could be an issue if, like, many more companies start to shut down their own office space and, like, put their yes. workers together. It's a very interesting question, Becky, and um, that's why uh, some companies, IT companies, um, they increase their, um, their value during the pandemic, um, mainly the um, security, mainly the cybersecurity uh, companies. So uh, we also invest here at Avila in updating our um, security requirements in terms of network. And um, yes, on one hand, we invest in um, these um, security requirements in terms of network. On the other hand, we offer different um, kind of spaces here. Mm -hmm. So we, you have the phone booths, you have a common space, but we have also private spaces and also uh, meeting rooms, private meeting rooms. Also, you, 
if you uh, have a meeting related with a sensitive issue, uh, you can um, book a, a meeting room and now and there you have all the privacy um, conditions to, to, to have your meeting, for example. Yes, I think that, it, of course, it comes down to personal responsibility most of the time. If you know what you're dealing with is sensitive, it is your responsibility to go to those spaces or book those private spaces. Don't Absolutely. have the phone call out in the Absol lounge. Absolutely. Lounge. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about how responsible is the people that work yeah. to, to your company. And, uh, and it's common sense. I think that course. is why, though, some companies are still holding on to their employees and not letting them go remote because they want to watch them and make sure that they don't do something like take the information out or say something. And so I, in my opinion, it doesn't make sense because they could they could do this um, anyway. True. Okay? They, they could be in a in a in, in a dinner with uh, with friends. And uh, bring Having their laptops and yeah, and yeah. tell about all these secrets of the company. So, um, I think the remote work and working from a flexible space as Avila uh, has more advantages than disadvantages. And um, and we can see the results now. We can see the. Um, the environment we have now, the people that work from Havila now, and the people that used to, to work uh, uh, before the pandemic. And um, and I see people happier now working from here than uh, than before. Yeah, you know? and I mean, we can hear the laughter of, of the sangria and the wine and cheese happening behind us right now. <laughs> it's like the end of a week. And I'm going to tell you that I think maybe two or three times my company that I worked with in corporate life for four years, they offered something at Friday at six, you know, it was like, yeah. no, everybody's still working. Friday it's always about happiness. Um, Becky, it's always about happiness. So of course we have to work. We have to, we have our outputs, we have our goals, but, um, at the end of the day, we have to be happy and we have to make some pauses. And we have to relax and uh, have a drink with a, with a friend or, or a mate. I think that's a wonderful way to end this interview, to be honest. Just be happy. <laughs> it's all about happiness. So Absolutely. I want to thank you for sitting down with me and sharing all these things you've learned with these, this, these many years of work here and co-working and having a business center. And I wish you all the best of luck as you open your second space after all this thank time. Thank you very much. And you are always welcome. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Um, it was a big pleasure for me. Thank you very much, Carlos. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Carlos, for sharing your many years of experience in what, for so many people, is a new frontier of work. I've been working from Avila Spaces for 10 months now in Lisbon, and I can say without a doubt that it is the nicest space I have found in Portugal to work and feel productive. I've never been to another space that offers such a comfortable place with free coffee, free beer, cake, and even wine and cheese multiple times a week, along with a huge terrace that we didn't even talk about in the interview. And there are many more events that we didn't cover either. Imagine how productive we could all be if we felt like we were going to a place that could provide all of the comforts of home, but less of the distractions, along with meeting rooms and professional software that we don't have the privilege of using in our own homes. 
In many big cities around the world, like Lisbon, most people don't have so much space at home to work from in their tiny apartments. So having more spaces like a villa is crucial going forward. And I hope that Carlos has inspired some people out there to either build their own new space for others to work from or sign up to a local co-working space with their new remote job. I will put the link to Avila Spaces on theschooloftravels.com along with Carlos's book in English called Out of the Office. So we're going to give you a link to the English version, but it's available in print in Portuguese. Whether you are listening at home, at the office, or at your nearest co-working space, thanks for joining us today, listeners. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the School of Travels podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to The Sam Chase for allowing us to use their song, In a Perfect World. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode, and remember to always let travel be your teacher. If you keep your options open, there are places you will go. They will treat you like the kings and queens your parents thought you'd be when you With your head up standing tall And you'd look back and think it's funny How you spent your time and money In this world Living in this perfect world